Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah, yes, good morning. Good morning, one and all. It's a Tuesday, a lovely Tuesday. It's Taz and the Moose with you coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you, too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. You've got Mike and Pete across the way, Andrew Bogish with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. Taz, new chair and all, sitting high and mighty here oh. on this Tuesday morning. Uh, this, good morning, this, Taz. How this, are you? I'm good. Hello. Good morning. Is this new? Well, you're higher than you usually I, I, I are. I looked over and I was like, "That's I'm unaccustomed to you sitting as high as you are right now." Like, who's that guy sitting on my right? No, yeah, no, I, I recognize it's, you. It's just that I look up a little bit. Usually, you're a little bit low. You're like Evan and I'm Evan Roberts low. and uh, Steve Summers. There you go. That's more like it. I just there you. Oh. <laughs> well, look at this deal here. Look yeah. at this little, little, little do that. That's uh, nice. Yeah, they, yeah the that's arms fun. don't work. Yeah, arm, yeah arms drop. Just be happy the chair is, yeah. sits upright. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So that's why I was a little bit higher because I was. Yeah. I was fussing with the I was fussing with the uh, the arm. I mean, yeah. shocking! You get broken equipment here. Uh, good yeah. morning, Taz. How yeah. are you? Everything's great. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well. And we got a lot to get into over the course of the next three I hours. I can't wait. Todd Zeal is going to join us a little later on uh. in the program, and we'll talk a little World Series. His game six down in Houston uh, is later on tonight between the Nats and the Strohs. As uh, Houston looking to win a World Series. Uh, they're leading the series uh, three games to two, winners of three in a row. After the Nats had begun the series, winners of two straight, up 2-0 in that series before losing all three straight mm. at home, games three, four, and five. So we'll get into that in a little bit, Taz. But Monday night game last night in Pittsburgh. I, I loved it. I loved it. I'm like... Two bad teams battling out. I'm in. I thought it was great. You thought it was great? I mean, I, I, Wait, I mean, you, I, say, you I, thought I knew you were going to hate it. I knew watching. I'm like, oh, Moose going to hate no, this game. He's going to rip this. Wait a second. Uh, There's yeah. Dolphin fans in attendance in Pittsburgh with bags over their heads. <laughs> I love it. With brown paper bags over their heads. And you thought that was a highly well, entertaining game? They hooked me. Once Once the, the Dolphins went up on the Steelers, In Pittsburgh, 14 nothing. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. We got errors everywhere. We got. We got uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, he was in the early in the game. Oh, he was awful. He was horrible. And I'm like, and then you see Roethlisberger trying to coach him up, which I was shocked to see. Um, I'm like, I'm in. This is great. I mean, and Joe, and then uh, Connor was running the ball pretty good, and then he started running real well. But yeah, then you know, so they got my attention. Yeah, they did. There's I got nothing you. else on. I'm not gonna watch uh, wrestling. No, no, Who no, else I, gonna watch that? <laughs> Uh, there wasn't, yeah. no, there, there was not, there was not a lot on last night. I agree no. with you. That one was a, that was a tough watch from my perspective. Right. I, I, I now you say that. You, well, no, but well, you were sure a football stop. You, you want oh, real, here you want, we go. You want really good games. You want the best, you want the best of the best. No, 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 no. I don't like need, that. no, no, I don't need the best of the best. I just don't need Aaron throws and Mason Rudolph <laughs> basically playing the quarterback position. Like he's never played the quarterback position before. Yeah, he, I mean, he was. Early, early on in that game, Taz, I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I put put the rookie in. I mean, Mason Rudolph looks awful. Yeah, he was a mess. He was. I mean, he looks terrible. He settled it down, and I I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't think. I I, I love a car wreck. So to me, that's how this thing. This is like you go into the game knowing they're both bad teams. Yeah, and you're like, all right, well, you know, and Roethlisberger, you know, 
you know, great quarterback. You know, he's not playing. Rudolph's coming off the, uh, what do you have, the concussion, right? So he's coming off of that, Mason Rudolph. So you're like, all right. Then they got Josh Rosen on the bench, you know, for the Dolphins. So they got the Fitzpatrick in there with, with 20 kids. So let's go with him instead. So it, there's a lot of compelling stories to me. You know, I like it. I, I'm into all that. Instead of, I don't need to see, you know, uh, the Saints versus the Pats, the two great teams. I don't need to see that. Right. You just, well, Ted, yeah, you well, muck it up. Well, you know I, I get it. I get it. But you and I also are, you know, you could watch. You could, You think bad <laughs> football is good football. I actually do. I love it. Right. That. So, you know, we're on a little bit of a different level. And you know what I did last night? You know, because we've had a lot of conversations and debates. I, I tried to listen Oh. You know, to the broadcasters, oh, Tessator and Booger. Now we got something to chat right, about. So right. last night I tried. You know when I gave up on listening <laughs> to Tessator and Booger? And nothing to do with Tessator because he's a racing, horse racing guy and yeah. used to do that in college. And I like Joe Tessator, yeah, right? Yeah, I do too. I, I, I think he does a good job. Yep, me too. In late third quarter when Fitzpatrick on a fourth and two, I believe, or fourth and one and a half, scrambles and originally called a first down, and then they go to replay review, and then they have the referee in the booth, and Booger actually asked the question while watching the review, uh, does the does it matter where the ball is when his knee is down? I basically said no. Oh, yeah, you can't say that. I, wa- yeah, I, I wiped my hands of it. I turned the volume down, and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm done for the night. Uh, I can't take it anymore. Like, at, at some point, it, like, oh, that was one where I – and listen, Booger, every play is the biggest play in the oh, world. Oh, that's the thing. And everyone loves that's hop. And, and I know everyone loves hopping on social media and just ripping Booger McFarland. I, I, I rip him in my house to my wife. She's so, like, she do not even know who he is. But, Taz, after that, what I did was I yeah. grabbed the remote at old SNY, turned the volume <laughs> down, and I, I had it on because I had enough at that stage. If, if you're as an analyst are going to give me, does it matter where the ball is when his knee is down in terms of where the ball is spotted on the field? Yeah, you know what I you learned that enough. when you first start playing the game, right? I've I've honest. had enough. Yeah. I think I've I think I've paid my penance for a Monday night, and I think I've moved on with my night. And that was basically it. That was it. Yeah. After that, I was like, all right. I know, I know. He listen. The thing with him, like, what he's real good at breaking down interior line play. That's his, that's his expertise. He's real good at that. The problem with him is, besides to the point you just made, not knowing the rules, but the problem is he talks down to everybody. He talks down to the audience. He he's he, he talks like he's in a, a defensive line room with, with, with a bunch of defensive linemen. That, that doesn't work for, for the casual fan or just a football fan. The way he talks, like the way, it, like, you're right. Every play is the greatest play in the world. Every play matters more than anything in the world. And that's how it comes off. So when it is a huge play, and he goes to build it up, he it can't crescendo because he already he already hit that that spot. He already hit that high G spot. So it's like you know what I mean. Like he can't you know. So I, like where a guy like Tony Romo, different story. Oh, oh, Tony Smooth, Tony Romo, he eases you into that. See what I'm saying? It's a beautiful I, lesson. Tony yeah, I, I understand. Well, we'll we'll agree to disagree on Romo. Can uh, I share something real quick yeah. about me, real quick that you'll love? What about? I saw something on Sunday on social media. There's been a lot of talk about me, positive chatter about my commentary work. That just hum- humbly I say this, and someone compared me to pro wrestling's Tony Romo. Oh, like as had, an analyst, you had to basically pop the champagne with that one. <laughs> Could you imagine the smile on my oh, face when I read I that? I mean, you, man, like, wow. you, you should have been like, "Honey, grab the grab the Corbell." 
Give ten the, seconds. They have to. the Magnum. Let's go. <laughs> it's uh, my sixteen. I was I was thinking of you because I'm like God because you know you you know I'm obsessed with Romo. And I'm thinking if Moose saw this, if saw my face reading this, the guy. Oh my God! Uh, that oh, there, there's no greater compliment. We're gonna blow up that tweet and yes. frame it and put well, it in the den. Oh, that's it! Yeah. Right above the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Everyone must. No, you know what you should do? Oh, put man. it right by the front door. <laughs> Everyone must read it before entering the house. And you have to touch it when you leave the house. <laughs> right, like Notre Dame. Like Notre Dame. Like yeah. Notre Dame when you're walking out to the field. You must touch it. What's well, the Rocky Clemson, too, that's, when you come down the right, hill? The rock, right? Yes, the rock, that's exactly yeah. right. The rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no there greater is. compliment. Uh, yes, there's Booger on uh, as we're watching a replay on ESPN. Nice suit on there. On this Tuesday yeah. morning. Yeah, no, listen, Booger uh, looks sharp. The one yeah. thing, he's got diary of the mouth. And, 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 <laughs> And he doesn't. And he doesn't stop talking. It's a difficult job because any, every anybody that hops into that Monday Night Football booth, you're going to get compared to Gifford. You're going to get paired, compared to John Madden. You're going to get paired, compared to all these other people. Thought, did you like Gruden? I thought Gruden did a good job. Yeah, I thought Gruden did a good job. The only problem with Gruden is you realize he wanted to get back in the game because he loved everybody. Everybody That's was true. great. That's true. <laughs> every player was great. Every quarterback was great. This guy, I mean, it, right. it was the rare. You had to be really, really bad for Gruden to criticize you. Everybody's like the best. everybody's the best. <laughs> this guy's great. I love this guy. I love that guy. I love this guy. I love that guy. That would be, that would be the only issue oh, I had with man. Gruden. But you know, it's a it's a difficult spot for Booger. But that's the one where you you can't get that wrong. The other thing that hit me: what's the point of having this challenge system for offensive and defensive pass interference if we all, as football fans, understand what pass interference is. Right. And they go to the replay booth, and they don't overturn anything that happens on the field. Mm. I mean, h- how? at what point, and, you know, Taz, we've chatted about it before, but you had another one last night, right? Yeah, yeah. Late first half, they called that offensive pass interference on what, Johnson, the rookie for rookie, yep. for uh, for Pittsburgh. Yep. It wasn't offensive pass interference. The, the former official in the booth said that's not offensive pass interference. Well, they reviewed it, right? It wasn't a challenge by Mike Tomlin. They 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 reviewed it because it was under two minutes to go in the first half, uh, and they came back and upheld the call on well, the field. I, I I don't understand why why have this kind of challenge system to right a wrong <clears throat> or a bad call on the field, Taz, if nothing's ever overturned. No, I understand that, but I have to tell you, and we could debate this because I think we're going to be on different pages. Initially, I did not think it was pass interference. And then when you watch it, I mean, I mean, the, the offensive player, he did grab. He held the cornerback's arm to his side. But he did not extend his arm. He didn't he did, extend his arm. He did not have a big push-off. Usually when you get offensive pass interference, it's, pass, it's right. the extension of the arm of them, yeah. to create some space. Then the ball drops in. Then you're going to get called for offensive pass interference. All right, maybe. So to you holding a guy's arm... For, for the offensive guy, I thought it was kind of hand play from both of the guys all right, all right. when I was watching it. Yeah. That's what now that's you know, and they showed it a number of different times um, during the course of the replay. I, I did not think it was so much to wear to the naked eye when that plays happened, and I'm calling offensive pass interference. Now, you know, you can make the argument, and 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 I get it in terms of him holding the defensive player that changed his momentum, and certainly. Obviously, the ball drops in. He makes a great one-handed catch, gets the feet inbound. The awesome ball would have catch. been basically yeah. at the half-yard line, Taz. I didn't think there was enough there to call offensive pass interference. Well, no, you make a good point about the hand-fighting. I guess that, that is definitely a way to look at it. I, yeah, I didn't um, – yeah, initially, uh, initially I, I, like I said, I didn't think 
I, I didn't think it was. And then once I saw that, but then you're right, there was no push off. So I, I get yeah, that. And, you know? and, but Taz, it's not just that la- play last night. It's all across the National Football League. No, right? no, of course. Of you, course you've yeah. seen it here. What's the point in terms of if officials are going to be, if Al Riveron, and when they go to this replay, that they're going to uphold it, whatever was called on the field, unless it's blatant. We've seen some blatant calls get, you know, not overturned. We've yeah. seen some blatant calls, the call that was put on the field. You know, it was held up one way or the other. And I, I don't understand why have the replay system if it's not going to be used effectively. If you're going to get even more frustrated as a football fan, first off, it stops the momentum of the game. Right. So you're sitting there watching an official stare into a little monitor, having a conversation with a headset on for 60 to 90 seconds as you're incessantly getting the replay time and time and time and time again, all kinds of different angles. And you say, well, that's pass interference. That's a blown call. We're going to get the foot. And they're like, oh, no, the call's upheld. It was called on the field. It was not pass interference. Or it was pass interference when there wasn't pass interference. What's the point of having the replay system if it's not going to be used effectively? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I It's even I, more I, no frustrating yeah, as a football I, I, fan. I, I, I agree. No argument for me on that. I, I, I totally agree. I, yeah, to me, like... And we've talked before about replay, and you're watching the guy, like you said, looking into the little, the little, uh, little monitor. You know, the referee. It's worse though, I, and I've mentioned this with baseball. Like the way they got to figure out that whole look when they, oh, when those, yeah, oh, I agree when, with you. When the guy comes out, you see the grip, the, the headsets on. You see the production assistant standing there, just yeah. in like some dirty jeans and a ripped t-shirt, and he's next to two umpires, and he's holding the cable. Right, come on. Dude. Can we get a I, I, well, I agree put him with in you the dugout? Get a TV. Get do something, man. Like, I agree on. with you there. It's a terrible look for Major League Baseball, but it's a you know it's it's a bad yeah. look as well for the National Football League. And you know, last night, unfortunately, you get a game in in Week Eight on a Monday Night game in which you, you see a team in which the best player in the Miami Dolphins you know re-injures his knee and Howard, the cornerback, he has to leave the game. Uh, Rudolph was brutal early. The Dolphins jump out on top 14 nothing. You're saying to yourself, oh, here we go, here we go. They're going to win this football game. Yeah. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers reel off 27 unanswered points to win the game 27-14. I, you know, for a, t- for a game between what are, you know, two pretty bad football teams, one is, you know, historically bad in the Miami Dolphins. The other one's just, you know, kind yeah. of a fledgling team dealing with all the injuries they've dealt with. I guess it was an entertaining Monday night game. But, Taz, I'll tell you, I don't know – I don't know if that one gripped the nation no, to where people no. are locked in and saying, no. i got to get more Steelers-Dolphins. <laughs> the best thing about the Dolphins were the uniforms last oh, night, which I love were great. Those, those throwback Jones. I love yeah. them. Yeah, and, you know, what they tried to do, ESPN, was, you know, I mean, bless their hearts. They really tried their best to give you that feeling of the old, you know, uh, Franco Harris, Jack Lambert, uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw, or, the, or even, um, uh, you know, uh, Dan Marino or, yeah, or, or Zonka, Duper. Duper. You know, I'm saying all the great Dolphins, yeah. all the great uh, uh, Steelers. And then you get in the field and you don't have anybody like that. I was so, saying, <laughs> could you replay one of the games from the 80s with Dolphins, <laughs> with uh, with Marino, Duper, and Clayton? That would be yeah. great. They were this? awesome. We're, we're going to pause this game. We're going to go back to 1987. Uh. <laughs> I would have watched. I would have watched it as in, well. I would have been more locked in. in. <laughs> I mean, they used to kill my Jets. That's when I used to be a Jet fan. Uh, yeah, know. well, Marino used to kill a lot of teams. He killed everybody. I mean, he used he to kill a lot of the teams. Man. He was but there. Did you see him there? I did, yeah. Yeah, they showed him there because you know, he went to high school there. He went to college there in, in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I was like, bring Dan on the field. The guy looks like he, just, you know, he can't. Oh, he looks good for he himself. He looks great. He looks Marino's great. always looked good, He's though. smooth, man. He's, He's smooth. always got that nice tan going to him. His hair is yeah. always perfectly in place. I don't know if you remember this. a nice this. full head of hair. He does, yeah, no doubt. When he came out of Pitt, 
he had like there was I, I'm ninety nine percent sure on this one. I was young at the time myself, but there was something. It was like a huge thing because there was rumors that I don't know if they were they weren't drug tests. Something with marijuana in him. Like it was like this huge thing. Well, that's why I dropped in the draft. That's it was, what it was, right? Yeah, it wasn't. It was a. I'm, I'm not going to name the drug, but it was a stronger drug. But oh, marijuana. really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. And everybody, that, that there were the rumors of. That's why I dropped in the draft. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that. Thank yeah. you. So people remember people were like, oh, this guy's never going to make it. This guy's never going to make it. He ends up being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Right. You know? I think he had a bad final year at Pittsburgh as well. Okay. Statistically speaking, if I I, I wasn't gotta, locked into his no no you I'm, were no well I th- I just go back because you go back because growing up as a football fan and that was when was he drafted he was drafted oh, that was the eighty three draft eighty three yeah that was the great quarterback draft of eighty three that's when the Jets yeah, I was draft- like a sophomore in high school how old were you I'm older than you I was seven this <laughs> is breaking down like. Hit football at seven. Well, no, but I went back <laughs> and I seven. read up about it because I because growing up as you know in this area, Giants and and all you heard about was Jet fans incessantly complaining about why they didn't draft Marino. And then you go back and you watch, um, and you go back and you read stuff on that draft. And you know what? You ever watched the thirty for thirty on the eighty three draft? I think I might have. Who else was in that? I think I might was El, not Elway. It was well, um, I think I might have watched. That. Yeah, Elway. Elway. That was, it was the, Elway. Yeah, right? that was yeah. Elway. It was Marino. It was Kenny O'Brien. Uh, oh, it was Jeff the, Jones. Yeah, uh, Jim Kelly was in that draft. Uh, um, yes. And I'm, who was the other guy? Um, they were all good quarterbacks. Was um, Tony Eason in that draft? Tony Eason. I remember Tony Eason. I don't know if he was in that draft. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to forget. 83, yeah, 83 draft. So you did your homework, huh? On the I did, draft. yeah. Well, because everyone, because Marino, yeah. I, did I was that. seven. I was seven okay. years old. That was tremendous. I was seven wow. <laughs> I'm getting the information wrong. Todd Blackledge, that's the other one I'm thinking oh, about. Oh, Penn State. Todd Blackledge, yes. that's it. Yes. He's a good analyst. He does college football. He, he still is. works for ESPN. He does, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him last so. year. I haven't seen him this year, though. Yeah, no, I believe. Yeah, still I, I mean, yeah, I've so seen him. Guys, yeah, you're right. I've he does a good job. I've been locked into Rutgers football all year long. Thank you, Taz. Appreciate that. Fun. Thank you. <laughs> NFL trade deadline is today. We'll get into that. We'll, some wheeling and dealing yesterday. First ever between two teams that transpired yesterday. We'll get into that. And uh, what other names could be on the move as well? It's Taz and the Moose here on this Tuesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Shop for a new bag. Um, that's how okay. I was going to break. Yeah, shop for a new bag. A new uh, garment bag. Oh, nice. Holds, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to get it, you know. Holds three, four suits at a clip for traveling. There so. you go. Very cool. Yeah. Where? What brand are you going with? Uh, I'm usually on Tubin Jones. Yeah, uh, they're very good. Yeah, high end. Yeah, I've had it for years, but they're a little overrated. I got to be honest with you, because I've had, I have, I've had them break on me. I've had never had an issue with them. I have. I, I had the big one. The big one. My wife had, had the the big check in, like you could fit four people in this thing. Yeah. Like bodies and um, the handle got all 
Well, this thing was over, over probably well, fifteen hundred dollars. Lifetime so. guarantee on it. Yeah, yeah, I sent it back. I yeah, did work. they fix it? Yeah, they did. But oh, it was annoying so. though. I, well, yeah, but I don't want to deal with good. it. Yeah, it's not really. So I'm looking to get something for work. You know, a bag. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Going somewhere? <laughs> On a little trip, Moose. There you go. Very <laughs> nice. You like to explain? Yeah, yeah, soon. All right, there you go. <laughs> soon I will. Well, what's going on? Bro? Look at that. Here he is. Hey, hey, hey guys. Guys. Subtle jokes. Yeah, subtle. <laughs> Just sneaking in. Listen, like, who knows what. Uh, here's your report sponsored by NFL Network. We are NFL Network, oh, the place where football and culture collide. It's all here, there, all day, every day. Oh, yeah. Because there's no such thing as too much football. We are the NFL Network. The, I thought they were going to steal the we are over. We are where we over. I thought they were going to that that was part of the gimmick. I guess not. I thought we were CBS Sports Radio. So I'm always confused by reading that those sentences. Are we? Yeah, yeah I think so. I mean, they oh. are NFL Network. That is yes. NFL Network. Over there is NFL Network. All right. Correct. Right? How about yes. who gives a rat's ass over there? How's that sound? It's right. Great. Right. Hey, Pete, speaking of the NFL, the Miami Dolphins will always have the first quarter of Monday Night Football last night in Pittsburgh. Second and 10 from the Steelers 12-yard line. Fitzpatrick shotgun. Bear receivers flanked to his right. Looking to his left. Fires. He's got a receiver on the far side. That's hurt. He's He's still on his feet. Touchdown, Miami. Jimmy Cephalo and friends on Dolphins Radio. Miami racing to a 14-0 lead on the Steelers. Their first two-touchdown lead since October 7th of last year. That lead lasted until late third quarter when Mason Rudolph and Juju Smith-Schuster connected for a 26-yard score. The Steelers scored the final 27 points of the game to win 27-14, keeping Miami winless. So what's next, Ryan Fitzpatrick? You know, we just got to continue to keep fighting. And uh... and uh, can I retire? Fitzpatrick threw two early touchdowns, then was picked off twice by former Dolphin Minka Fitzpatrick. Fitz, Pitz, Fitz, Pitz, Pitz Magic. What's it called, Moose? Fitz Magic? Fitz Magic. Not to be confused with Minka Fitzpatrick. Never. Uh, uh, Do they know moment. that they were both Fitz Magic? Yeah, Steelers. They, well. yeah, that whole thing is crazy, right? That whole Fitzpatrick it's thing. Like the Minka, copyright infringement. Yeah, I know. Like, now they're opponents against each yeah, other. Yeah, there are rules. Remember there was the whole thing? Did you mention I'm Fitz Magic. You're yeah, Fitz yeah, Magic. Yeah. Remember that? We yeah. all thought that. Yeah, Minka was like, no, 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 I'm the Fitz Magic. <laughs> this is one of Moose's favorites. Yes, yeah, this is. It's going back. <laughs> one of the great days of the Taz and the Moose yeah. show. Only thing good about the Dolphins now. Wait, hold on a minute. There was a debate over this? Yes, there was. Stop. Steelers running back James Conner picked up 145 yards and a score. You haven't been hit with too many chairs not to remember that. Dude, go look at the – I've been hit a lot. But honestly, though, I forget. If there's a debate here with anyone – I move on because I don't hold grudges. That's how I am. <laughs> Mikey B knows that. Yeah, grudges. Yeah, yeah, right. Why is everyone laughing? I mean, Mike, it's, I, I go, I, I don't I, hold I've grudges. Never... You're like, ah, I'm going to say, ah, I don't want to I mean, I don't hold grudges. No, never. No. Yeah, we did have a debate about that. All right. And it was like a touchy debate. Well. All right. No. It over, over Fitz Magic, we had a debate. Correct, yes. Over the Fitz Magic yes, portion. We did. Yes. I need more info. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not moving on. I need someone to tell me. I don't more know. I, it was a yeah. while back. I kind of buried it. But you remember everything. You just I, I, gave me stats when a, you were seven you were years little, old. No, you were a little sensitive to the fact of Fitz, that we didn't buy into the whole Fitz Magic. Minka really? Fitzpatrick having a claim to Fitz Magic. I got sensitive to that. Yes, you did. 
Oh, God. I yeah. You're doing it again right Lean now. Lean Mean even just said, yes, you did. Lean <laughs> <Lean> Mean. <laughs> All right, now I believe it. What's Lee Mean says that I'm in? Uh, it's James Conner last night, a big game, 145, uh, and a score that injured his shoulder in the final minutes. An update on him expected later today. The scuffling Chargers have fired offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhunt. The Bolts just became the first team in the Super Bowl era. That goes back to 1966, of course, to rush for less than 40 yards in four straight games. Kyle Allen remains the Panthers' starting QB because Cam Newton remains rehabbing his left foot. Broncos QB Joe Flacco out at least for this week with a herniated disc in his neck. And ahead of this afternoon's trade deadline, Washington now said to be open to dealing holdout left tackle Trent Williams. Now they are. Now they are. Right, when the markets collapse. Yes, and apparently they're still asking for way too much. Right. But now. When the Patriots are willing to give you a first-round draft choice before the start of the year and then another pick. No, no, we want to hold on to them. Now they're like, oh, you know what? People actually making trades. Someone poked Bruce Allen and said, tomorrow's the trade deadline. He's available. (laughs) He's available. We want six number one draft choices. <laughs> six. He's available. But we'll settle oh. for a five. Uh, Mr. Allen, you're not going to get that many picks. He's available. He's great, and he's available. Yes. All right. Uh, where were we? To the NBA and Blazers guard Damian Lillard scoring 18 fourth quarter points in San Antonio to erase a 15-point hole. But then Portland needed one more hoop from Lillard. Off to the corner. Lillard will try a three. Contested. And in and out. No good. Wow, that thing was halfway down. This ball game is over. Bill Shoning on Spurs Radio. San Antonio survives 113-110 to stay perfect at 3-0. The Warriors got their first win, 134-123 in New Orleans. The Clippers took care of the Hornets, 111-96. The Bucks smacked the Cavs, 129-112. Denver won in Sacramento, 101-94. And the Rockets outscored the Thunder, 116-112. Russell Westbrook, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists. In his first game against his old team, Chris Paul, 15 points and 4 assists in his return to Houston. Game 6 of the World Series, 7-0-7 Central in Houston. The home team yet to win in this series, but if the Astros do tonight, they have their second title in three seasons. Justin Verlander gets the start. The Nats going with Steven Strasburg. Alabama head coach Nick Saban says Tua Tungavailoa returns to practice tomorrow, but no commitments yet to playing on November 9th against LSU. And on ice, the Canucks blitz the Panthers 7-2. Five of those goals came in the opening period. Guys? Tua Tungavailoa. And him too. I feel like you're in a rush. You, you seem like um, you don't seem like your usual. I thought you found a nice rhythm. Thank really? you, Moose. Yeah, I mean I do read too Very fast. Very conversational. At times, but... Spitz would have been proud. Uh, Solid. It's, it's all for him. Soul, Spitz. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you just seemed like you were rushing through it. Um, I, sorry. No, no. I don't mean like it sounded bad. Like, I know where to go. Great. Yeah, I just meant like I, I was in the bathroom with Barry Trotz. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened. I already. just mean that it seems like you were. In a rush to go do some other work. That's what I'm asking. No. No, he enjoys his time here. I do. Well, I'm usually trying to just race in between interjections. Maybe that's what happened there. That's it. Yeah. Reading interjections. By the host? No, no. You, Mikey B. Yeah, all right. Wait a minute. <laughs> when I first I'm signed on here, when I first signed on here, and this show started, Moose and I, they said, listen, we have this update guy. We're trying to make this guy. Can you interact with him? Give him the rub. <laughs> Get him yeah. over a little bit. Exactly right. what they said. Yeah. That's what they told me. That's what Eric Spitz said to me. I'm just saying. Well, thank Spitz you for your efforts. All get us over. <laughs> right. right. You were there, Moose. You heard him. I did. He I said did. to both of us, you got to interact <clears throat> with this guy. We gotta, and very I said, sensitive. He needs a lot of help. Yeah. And, and I go, Moose, who's this guy? Moose goes, ah, he's all right. And that's how that went down. 
Like it wasn't like a ringing endorsement by anybody. By the way. as it usual, was, the goal was to help you, right? To see what could happen. <laughs> what do you mean there wasn't a ringing endorsement? <laughs> yeah, no, nobody, nobody was like, "Oh my God, he's the greatest guy in the world." No one really likes no, him. Surprise, it's more lukewarm. Uh, <laughs> even Mikey B, I talked to Mike privately. He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> Anytime someone mentions Andrew, it's always this. He's all right. Yeah. Like no one says, "Oh, he's Harmless. a real jerk." Oh, he's a great guy. It's always he's all right. Yeah. Fair to mid, play in the middle. Always. Well, I mean, that. that's that's what that's the brilliance of Bokish. Yeah, just he plays it nice. right down the middle. Nice. That sounds like a segment. Brilliance of Bogus. Sounds like a podcast. That yeah. is. Yeah. That's like that a does sound like a podcast. Like yeah. That you hey, you know what? Go get digital. Hey, talk to Mikey B. He'll tell you how to get That's that thing true. going. So, I can help you with that. Podcast whisperer. <laughs> yes. He's the pod guy. <laughs> yes. You know how RSS feeds work. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Good job, you, Hey, pal. thanks, Moose. See you guys in a little bit. Well right, done. Thanks. Very nice. Thanks, Moose. The brilliance uh, of Bogus. No, Taz, you're welcome. No, he says hey, thanks, Moose. Like, well, and then like, I'm not here. Thank. No, he said thank you, Taz. All right, thanks. He just didn't say it out loud. Yeah, in- internally he said it. That's exactly right. You know me. I don't get We'll sense. come back. We'll talk about the NFL trade deadline. We'll do that next. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Player of the Week brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done. This week, it's Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell nailed a go-ahead free throw with four-tenths of a second left as the Jazz slipped past the Suns 96-95 in Phoenix. Mitchell ended up with 25 points. Player of the Week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger. Com. It is Taz of the Moose with you. Today is NFL trade deadline day. Uh, four o'clock Eastern time is the NFL trade deadline. And you've seen uh, a number of deals here over the past number of weeks. Kenyon Drake, who was yep. wildly speculated to be moved because he did not make the trip with his teammates to Pittsburgh for the Monday night game. He was dealt uh, to Arizona yesterday. Um, you know, as a couple, as a, you know, a, the Dolphins are able to add to their pick arsenal moving forward. So uh, the, the Cardinals, uh, with their top two running backs being out due to injury, they needed a running back moving forward. And they had a guy that's, uh, you know, pretty good running back in Kenny yeah. Drake. And then you see the first ever, you know, Jets and Giants, they make a, a trade. Oh. Leonard Williams uh, getting traded from the Jets to the Giants for a Third-round pick in the upcoming draft, a fifth-round pick that could be a fourth-round pick in 2021 should Williams sign a long-term deal. So uh, Leonard Williams is now a member of the Giants, going from the Jets to the Giants. Doesn't have to move uh, zip codes, area codes, anything. Uh, And he goes from the AFC to the NFC. And he just takes his stuff and moves it to a different locker and trades in the green for the blue. Yes. Um, It just stays in the same facility. I wonder if he keeps his parking spot. I mean, (laughs) it's a good setup he's got there. Uh, Uh, It is, and and I think it makes sense. I mean, all things considered, you know, I think it it does make sense in terms of, from a Jet perspective, they had no interest in signing Leonard Williams to a long-term deal. Reportedly, there were not a lot of suitors that were willing to give up assets to the Jets and Joe Douglas for Leonard Williams, the Giants being one of them. 
The Giants are looking back to get, get looking to try and get to relevancy as quickly as they can. They've got a ton of money to spend in free agency this offseason. They might have viewed Leonard Williams as being a solution. So let's take all the other parties out of the equation. Let's bring him in. Let's see what he's about. If we like what he's about, we sign him to a deal. Yeah. We go on from there. So we kind of kind of get a test run of Leonard Williams before we go full-on investment in Leonard Williams long-term. And you got to remember, he's been in the league. This is his what? I mean, 2015 draft, so 15, 16, 17, 18, fifth year in the league. Leonard Williams is only 25 years old. He's still a very young man. There was big hopes for him uh, as as a rush, you know, as a, a sack machine. It didn't happen with the Jets, you know what I mean? So... Maybe this could, but you're right. He is young, but maybe this could, maybe this could change with the Giants. That's the thing. So, well, maybe we'll it can. I, I, you know, I don't think all of a sudden, you know, he is going to um, find that edge rusher kind of a guy. I think he is what he is. Right. Do I mean Taz? Yeah. I think I when you yeah, look at I Leonard agree. Williams, I, th- I think you can accentuate some of the positives. Maybe based on system, maybe he can get after the quarterback a little bit more. But I think Leonard Williams is what he is. Now there are things that are positive. A couple of years ago, he was a Pro Bowl player. You look at since 2016, I think he's got the third most tackles for losses for an interior defensive lineman behind guys like Aaron Donald. That's Mm. a positive. That's a positive. Right. That's a positive. He's been very, very good at stopping the run. I mean, we're talking about not sexy stats in terms of when you're looking at it. Everyone's caught up on the sacks, the quarterback hits, the pressures, everything like that. This is not something that's going to get you paid an overwhelming amount of money. It's not going to get you Aaron Donald money. It'll get you a contract, and you don't have to worry about money the rest of your life as long as you take care of business. But Williams is not what he was supposed to be, but still, he's a pretty good player. He's not a – people say he's a bust. Yeah, he was not this transformational defensive lineman, Taz – but we've seen bust in the National Football League. He's not League. a bust. He's, he's not, not a bust no, because no. he can play in the league. Right. Now he can. And and I think he's going to do well. I think sometimes a different coat of paint, <laughs> a different scheme, especially as a defensive player, can help. Um, and and I, I do think I think a couple of these trades, you know, will will work well. Um, I do think that Williams, Leonard Williams, going from the Jets to the Giants will work. I also feel like uh, you mentioned Drake. You know, Kenyon Drake going from the Dolphins to the Cards. I think that's going to be good. I think Kingsbury, um, I think he's going to make this work with him, with Arizona, with, with, with the rookie quarterback there, Murray. I, I, there's something about this thing with the callers with Kenyon Drake. I think this is going to be a good deal here. Well, he's multidimensional, yeah. right? He could run it. Yeah. He could catch it coming out of the backfield. backfield yeah. he, you know, he was a winning player when you look at his days at Alabama. There's there's things to like about Kenyon Drake. I, I think... I think Kenyon Drake could be an asset for the Arizona Cardinals, not just the rest of this year, but he could certainly be an asset moving forward. I think I think Kenyon Drake's a winning player. Now, Miami, you know, I think valued him, Taz, but they also look at it and say, well, by the time we get around to being a good team, you know, Kenyon Drake's probably not going to have much tread left on his tires, so let's get rid of Drake now. I think I think Drake can help a team win football games. I think yeah. he's a pretty good player. Yeah, and with that offense, <clears throat> very Kingsbury, very, you know, Cliff, Kingsbury, very different. Uh, unique style of offense that he runs with Kyler Murray there. They're, 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 you know, new head coach in the league, new quarterback in the league. So if you can, young Drake, you're going there. You know, you got you, you have some tread on ties. But the thing is, you get an opportunity to be part of something exuberant, something new, something fresh. Um, and they'll be creative on how to use you. I think it's a good. I think it's a good move. Now we've talked a lot about this. There's a, a number. There's a number of. Um rumblings and rumors out there about guys being available. What right? are you hearing? Tell me. Well, no, no. The Giants have thrown out the idea. I mean, think of this trio. <clears throat> so for the Giants, they have made Janoris Jenkins, Nate Solder, 
and uh, Alec Ogletree available. They'd like to they trade all three. They just got Ogletree and Solder. They just got them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, I mean, who the hell wants Nate Solder in that contract, uh, the left tackle? No, no. I mean, the, the Giants are basically trying to pair off three of their worst contracts. Ogletree can play. He played for the Rams first. He did. Yeah. He did, He's coming out of player. Georgia. He's a first, that, yeah. Alec Ogletree can play, but I guess they're looking at trying to add some you know, assets here moving forward. Ogletree, I believe, can play. Now, the other two, in Jenkins and in Nate Solder, I'd probably say, you know, Thanks, but no thanks, because given the amount of money that they're making, Taz, there are <clears throat> serious concerns about their game. Yeah. You know, so I don't I don't look at either of those, uh, you know, for the Giants making those guys available, to me that doesn't do much for me. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I I, um, I don't know. I don't understand. Why. I mean, Ogletree, I'm with I don't Why would they want to move him? I guess they're trying to get assets. By the way, if you haven't heard, uh, the Redskins opened to trading Trent Williams. So. Yeah, I know. Well, that doesn't I agree. It's amazing. Now no, they talked about it a little bit. I just saw a headline now online. I was reading. Now they're looking. Was... Now they're looking to trade Trent Williams. <laughs> dude, your team is well. They're they're an app, dude. I mean, what do you really, want me to tell I you? Just think it's they're an embarrassment. Uh, it just yeah. they're an embarrassment of an NFL franchise, and they just get progressively worse here as we move along. It's it's amazing, but that is the that is the God's honest truth. So what about the Rams and looking to maybe trade Talib? See that? I did, but he's on IR. I know, but they're still looking to make a little room for that Ramsey deal. I think that's what it is. Well, I'm sure they are. I mean, yeah. they're looking at a keep to leave as not being a guy that's been banged up past couple of years. He's a good player, he but good certainly player. Jalen Ramsey. They're looking to lock up Jalen Ramsey long term, and they've got serious financial issues moving forward to the Los Angeles Rams. They're mm-hmm. all in on this season and get right and getting themselves back to a Super Bowl, which I don't know right now through the you know first half of the NFL regular season, almost has, as we're about to hit week nine of the NFL landscape. I don't know if you look at the Rams as being one of those teams. I and mean, We talked about before, the teams that impressed you the most in the NFC right now, I think in order for my preference, and you and I, I think it's, you know, I think it's Saints, I think it's Niners, I think it's Packers. I think those are the top three teams for me. NFC, yes. And the NFC. Yes, I think those I are the top three teams, no? Yeah, uh, definitely Saints. What did you say? You said Saints, Niners, Packers? Correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Bosa's doing a great job defensively. Garoppolo's doing good. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a toss up. I mean, I, I'm a believer in Aaron Rodgers, like a lot of people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a toss up. But Saints definitely. I'm with you on that. Yeah. That's so number yeah, one I mean, spot. Saints. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could debate about the 49ers or the Packers, but uh, you know, the Rams have got a little work to do in order to get themselves into that conversation of those top three teams, whatever order you want to put them in. I don't know if you caught it, Taz, but. You know, the Jets, obviously, we reacted and touched upon the game briefly yesterday as the Jets went down to Jacksonville on Sunday and lost to Gardner Minshew through three touchdown passes and the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, as their quarterback got hit left and right. So Jets chairman and CEO Chris Johnson, Hmm. uh, you know, before the game down in Jacksonville was on the field, right? And a fan told Johnson that they had traveled nine hours to Jacksonville to see the Jets play. Right. Johnson, we were going to play the audio. It's hard to hear because of the background noise, but you can hop online and you can hear it. But Johnson is recorded telling the fan, hopefully the team will actually show up this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about this. We have the audio, but you just, it's not, you just can't. Uh, you Mike's can't just hear saying, it. No, Mike's saying no, 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 no. No, I asked him to do it. We can't. You can't hear. You, can you we can... have Zach Martin reenact it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> How about if you're the NFL? How about if you're the owner of the Jets? Clearly, he's frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brings Adam Gase in. They get rid of McCagnan. 
Gase basically clears out the front office. It's his franchise. He brings his guy in, Joe Douglas, from the Philadelphia Eagles to be the general manager of the Jets. The team has been a disaster. Gase has been awful as the Jet head coach. And you're the owner down on the field. And you know everybody has got a recording device in their hands. Right, of course. Everybody and their mother. It's called a cell phone. (laughs) Right. Everybody's got a recording device. So, you know, you mind your P's and Q's. How dopey can you be as an NFL owner? Even if that's how you're feeling, Taz, to throw that out there. It's dumb. When a t- when a guy tells you or a gal tells you, I've tra- first off, who's traveling nine hours to go see the Jets play? You really got to love the Jets. I mean, you've got. I can see Pete the Body doing that. Nine hours? <laughs> nine hours. That's 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 a, that probably cost a person if a lot added, of money, too. If we headed nine hours south from where we are sit right now, where would that put us? Jacksonville. No, 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 no. Where I, would that put us? Would that put us in the Carolinas? I uh, would put you in, yeah, I would probably put you, uh, maybe I would say Florence, South Carolina. If we went nonstop driving. Well, traffic right now is heavy. Let's say we, let, we should do this. We should just leave. Let's leave around 1 p.m. and we'll just head down there. Maybe, no, maybe but I'm, I'm trying to put it, I'm right, trying to mentally put into things. So the, you think Florence, you would, South Carolina. That's you think what you I would, say. It wouldn't get us to South Carolina. Okay, you, you think question. nine hours? Nine hours wouldn't get us to South well, Carolina. Mike's on the. He's got the MapQuest gimmick going right now. I mean, I'll find out right now for you. Hold well, on. Well, if you go out, where? Okay, give me a place that's what? Let's see, four fifty, five forty. Give me a place that's. Yeah. Nine, Wait. Well, what's your question on maps? I know everything about travel. I've been all over the world. You know that. Well, please, Florence, South Carolina. Where, where do you want to go right now? Tell me where you are. You want to go, Florence? What's up? <laughs> You want to go to Florence? Where where am I put Florence? Where do you want to go? Florence, South Carolina? I don't want Carolina? to go to Florence. No, no, no. My question is, where was this person coming from to watch the Jet game down in Jacksonville? Look, I was trying to on, ask Moose, you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Right now, go to Florence, South Carolina, reading the blue ball, what it says. And that's just me guessing, and I nailed it. Well, no, it's nine hours and 45 minutes. So, yeah, so that would put us in South Carolina. Thank you. All right, That's so what I said. I was oh, right. I'm sorry, The sentence is, Taz, you were right. Sorry That's to question said. your... your uh, map knowledge is the word. Yeah, your map knowledge. They used to call Thank me you. Rand. You know Rand? Yes, Rand McNally. I got that. Dun, dun, dun. There it is. Yes, there you go. Very nice. Well done. <laughs> so you are... The, the idea of me hopping in a car to go watch a football t- team playing, going from New York to South Carolina... I would never do it. <laughs> I would never do it. I would either. never do it. No I less the it. Jets. Yeah. And then if you're the Jet fan that's on and you know and and you have the owner basically say, well, hopefully they show up and play today. That's horrible, dude. That's what horrible. kind of message that's is that so from the Jet up. owner? You that's, can't say that. That's so messed up. Why would you say that? I mean, really. This person just spent all this time, money, and effort to drive down there. Why are you not positive? I know your team sucks. Yeah. But still, don't say that to the to the customer. That's the paying customer. That's the paying customer. And, and you're saying, well, hopefully they show up. That's a nice way of saying our team usually sucks, but maybe today they'll play better. God almighty. Unbelievable. Mikey says Norfolk, Virginia, eight hours, 54 minutes away right now. Okay, so he, Mike's always going to try and upcut me. No, but that was, I was answering Moose's question. Yeah. I answered first. How about that? Okay. So, Well, South Carolina, does your map take into traffic or no traffic? Whose map? I have multiple your maps. Map I, have, I have many apps. Okay, that Rand. Rand taken <laughs> that, that one did take uh, the traffic gimmick. That's why I did it 45 oh, okay. minutes. Nah. If I go Waze Jones, different story. So Norfolk, Virginia and Florence, South Carolina is only about an hour away from each other? 
No, I'm saying Norfolk to Jacksonville is nine hours. So if you were taking oh, a nine-hour trip, you would have had. That for was this, no, my that's question. That's not the question. But that was the question. No. What was it for? If you're going nine to the Jacksonville game, it was here. nine, nine hours, hours south from here. But if you think about it, if it's Jacksonville, nine hours, where are they coming from? Norfolk, oh, that's Virginia. right. That's right. Oh Lord. Well, but I could have gone. I could, couldn't. I be someplace in Louisiana. Could that's fair? You could become. You'd from have the to West. make a right though. To go to Thank Louisiana. you, Taz. I understand. You gotta go right. Yeah, I, right. You gotta go right. Unless I'm in a submarine. Yeah, you, <laughs> or a that's, boat. A, that's a great point. Hop in right. You don't have or to. Or a duck boat. submarine would be great. I, I'd love to. We all live. Remember that song? Yeah. The yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. The yellow submarine. The yellow submarine. We'll hear that other way coming back. Pigskin pileup comes your way next. It's Taz Moose on this Tuesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.